as has been said, we are at um, summer snippet where we are looking at Galatians, the fifth chapter, verses 22 and 23, um, where we are looking at fruit that are in the bowl, the fruit that is in the bowl, um, that really shows us what it is and how it is that we should live a life in the spirit and all of the components that will help us do that. So we've already looked at the first first three, which are love, joy, and peace, and those three are the fruit that focus upward. We have looked at long-suffering, kindness, and goodness, um, and those are the three that look outward. And the last three, faithfulness, meekness, which we will unpack tonight, and then next week, finally, self-control or temperance. Those last three look inward and focus on us and how we um, can work on ourselves. Um, Those last three, they work on us, Um, and other people get the results. They get the consequence of that behavior. So tonight we're looking at temperance or meekness. Um, I'm sorry, yes, meekness. We're looking at meekness or gentleness, actually. Um, Meekness, I want to put this out there. Meekness is not weakness. Somebody say amen. Meekness is not weakness. They sound alike, but they are not alike. Meekness is the Greek word, uh, paraites, paraites. Um, and that is the attitude of a person who is patient, slow to respond in anger. Um, that person remains in control of himself or herself in the face of insult or injury. Oh, my God. Um, it doesn't mean you're a doormat. It doesn't mean you're a lame. It doesn't mean you're a punk. It means that you are in control of yourself and how you respond to external or other types of injury or insults that may come against you from someone else. When someone hurts you or you are in the environment of a hostile, troubling situation, when you display meekness, you are under divine obligation to manifest that fruit. I said we are under divine manifestation, um, and we are obligated to manifest the fruit of meekness. Paraites was used to describe wild animals that had become tame um, because it correctly conveys the idea of a wild, fierce will under control. Think about tigers or lions or bears when you see them with their handlers or even wild horses um, that used to buck and kick or a lion or a tiger or a bear that would attack you um, if you were too close. Uh, But now they are um, under control. Um, It's what the old saints used to say, something within me that holdeth the reins. You are able to keep it together. I want to emphasize again, it doesn't mean 
you are a doormat allowing somebody to walk over you or you're a lame or you are a punk. That's a big thing these days. I can't be a punk. I have to respond in kind to however somebody comes at me. There's a saying that says, don't come for me if I didn't come for you. Meekness does not allow us to display that type of behavior. When a situation is pushing for, asking for, calling for a rash or angry outburst, a meek person is controlled by, get this, kindness, gentleness. We've heard those. Those are other fruits that work in conjunction together with meekness. That person is controlled by kindness and gentleness and mildness or even friendliness in the face of opposition. Meekness keeps you, keeps me, keeps us from snapping on people or pursuing a vendetta. It stops us from wanting to get even with people and go tit for tat, back and forth, again, responding um, however someone responds to us, we're going to give them exactly what they gave us. You don't, you don't go off on people. You don't do the fools. You don't let people pull the ignorant old person out of you. They don't, it's, you don't let them. It, this is a behavior that you control. You don't allow or let people pull that old person out of you. Why? Because that old person has been crucified. Um, so we need to let them stay there. You know, I, <laughs> I used to be able to cuss like a sailor with the best of them. And there are moments those words come up in my mind. I haven't forgotten the words, you all. But meekness does not allow that old person to come out. Um, we want them to stay dead. We don't allow um, that old person to come out of the grave and start entertaining and hosting that person and giving them a platform to display that old self, um, that flesh, that old fleshly self to come out again. Um, how dare us as believers who have meekness in our bowl rely on this excuse? Well. I'm human, and I have my breaking point. So uh, don't push me past my breaking point, or else you're going to get what you get. No, we are not. Um, we are not able to do that because um, our nature is such that we display this fruit out of the fruit bowl, um, and tonight is weakness. So no, a weak person doesn't ever say that. A meek person is a strong willed person. It doesn't mean you're weak. I said that before. Um, you are actually 100% absolutely in control. You aren't void of your opinion about something. You just learn the secret of submitting to those who are over you. you, you you'll never be content or get promoted or be favored by the Lord if you don't develop this fruit and develop it to a great extent in your life, meekness. We can't prosper in the Lord or um, in the broader society, not in our jobs, not in our schools, not in our interactions with one another, 
by constantly going off on people. We can't we just we just can't afford to do that. Because the flesh loves to rage out of control. Our 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 nature again is to respond out of control when someone steps to us a certain way. Um and rather than fly into a rage and throw a temper tantrum, uh those who exhibit meekness are able to remain silent. Ooh, I know that's a lot right there. We're able to remain silent and keep our emotions and our temper under control. Meekness was also used in a medical sense to denote or describe a soothing medication to calm an angry mind. A meek person does not project the countenance of one who is offended, upset, angry, or reactive to insult or injury. You aren't putting on a fake or phony face when you do that. Instead, you are so gentle and mild in your response. Ooh, this is good. You're so gentle and, and, and mild in your response that you, in turn, become soothing medicine for the one who is angry or the upset soul or for the unsettling situation. You become soothing medication, and you're able to bring the temperature down. You're able to dispel or to... to um, uh, you're able to put that thing out. If there's a fire raging or burning, you're able to bring it down. You're able to bring it down. People end up saying, hmm, I don't know how you do that. And that's the opportunity or the chance we get to tell them how we did it. Most people want to know, how did you stand when you know, sister girl came to you a certain way. How did you not go out? How did you not want to knock them into tomorrow? How did you do that? And that's an opportunity. It opens up an opportunity for us to talk about or to say how we did it. Meekness turns the volume down. We just learn to quickly start turning the flame down. We we dial it back. Uh, Lord, help me, <laughs> we can say this to ourselves when we're turning that flame down. This person is crazy, but we also know greater is he that is within me than he that's trying to push me to do the fool, to act out of character. Because guess what? The first thing people do when we act out of character, the first thing uh, people say when we um you know, act out of our body, um, oh, and you're supposed to be a Christian? Um, they, they, that, that's the first thing that comes out of their mind. I thought you were saved. It's, it's the first thing they want to do is to point a finger or start poking a hole in your witness and in your walk. But when we get there, we tell ourselves, oh, God, greater is he that is within me than he that's trying to push me to do the fool. And he that is in the world, that's the fool that's in the world. So we ask the Lord to help us 
and we ask the Holy Spirit to hold us. Hold my mouth, hold my fist, <laughs> hold my tongue, hold my attitude. God, just hold me in this situation so that I do not act out of character and not just act out of character, that I don't make you ashamed, that I don't make people turn around and say, yeah, uh uh-huh, you say you serve that God, but look at how you are behaving. Pastor tells the story of Deacons Rufus Pass and Tanya Hobson um, that there was a meeting years ago, a year-end meeting, a business meeting, and that meeting happened on December 3rd, 1999. Um, In that meeting, there was so much disorder, there was disrespect um, shown in the Lord's house. It was shown to the Lord's servant, the pastor. There was a lot of hurtful words and behavior and gestures going on. And pastor stood in the face of all of that and listened. He had prayed days before the meeting and asked the Lord to give him a clear sign as to whether it was his time to leave or to stay in that place. Had he responded in kind, he could have and would have missed the move of God had he jumped in the fight with those people. He was not afraid, he says, but he was anointed. And at the end of that night, at the end of that meeting, he was able to walk away with absolute peace. And not only did he have peace, but he had a clear answer from God on how to move forward. He says that Tanya left the meeting traumatized by the behavior of church folks she had never, ever seen do or act that way. Deacon Taz called him the next morning and confirmed what was already in his heart, in Pastor's heart, and simply said to him, let's start looking for a new spot. Let's look for a new place. Well, those of you who were with Freedom in the beginning, the rest is history. It's 26 years. Uh, at that time, 26 Believers, meek believers, not weak believers, not weak church folks, but meek believers met on December 30th and Freedom Hillside was was organized. Somebody say hallelujah. That is how meekness operates. And because Freedom Hillside started out of a place of meekness and not out of a place of battle or fight, Freedom has been blessed all these years, these 23 years. Isn't that amazing? Because um, the fruit of this fruit is not just for the moment, but the fruit of this fruit lasts into the future because it sets us up for later and it sets sets us up for how God will bless us when we display God's character in the face of opposition. Somebody say hallelujah. Meekness says that you don't have to show yourself tough. You don't have to show yourself um, in a way that says, um, you know, you're not going to do this. I'm not a punk. You're not walking over me. 
because that's how we are raised, that we have to uh, respond. We, we, we can't allow people to walk over us. We, we can't be – there's a word that the, the, um, his, the Latin community used. They call it machissimo. You know, we have to exercise machissimo. We can't let someone get the best of us. <clears throat> that's what meekness says we do not do. But rather, we have to remain true to God, true to who we say we are in God, and true to the character and the nature of God that we say we have put on because we are in Christ. How do you respond to insult, injury, and hostile environments um, in the end? How do you respond to that? How do you respond to that? Do you bring calm or do you show up like an E5 tornado? You got to come in with everything you've got. You've got to show them um, who you are and, and you're not going to treat me like that. And you're not going to mess with me and you're not going to play with me. I can think of many opportunities that I've wanted to respond as that old person. I said I remember all the words and behavior, but you stand in the face of it. And even in the face of it, I'm a crybaby, tears come. And people can mistake those tears for uh, fear or weakness. But, again, it is self-control in the midst of wanting to do the opposite. Um, you show up like a tornado to tear everything up in the vicinity and them too. Do you find uh, that you're often a contributor to a heated and or potentially explosive situation and atmosphere. We must, people of God, beloved, we have to stop believing that we have to give a verbal response to every situation. Sometimes silence really is golden. It really, it really is. And later when the temperature is turned down, on that situation and on the people, you will get an opportunity to speak. You'll get an opportunity to say your piece, but you get the opportunity to do so without um, an attitude or a behavior that will eventually make you and God look bad. The flesh says, I gave them a piece, P-I-E-C-E, of my mind, and now when we give them a piece of the mind, uh, we have less than we began with, um, and we are peace short when we say, I, I, I gave them a piece of my mind. But meekness boasts, I brought the peace, P-E-A-C-E, of mine. So we don't have to give people a piece of our mind, P-I-E-C-E, of our mind. We give them the peace, P-E-A-C-E, of our minds. Why? Because we are not out of control. We are absolutely under, the, under control um, because we have the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit within us. Um, we have the per perfect example. Um, I hope as I've been talking that um, – a picture or a model pops up in your head because there's one in mine. Can you guess who it is that I've been thinking about and considering 
as we have walked through what meekness is, absolutely correct. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. The closer Jesus got to Calvary, the more the anger and the rage was released upon him. The most heated of attacks, Jesus mastered meekness. Jesus operated and acted in meekness. They called it weakness, or they saw it as weakness. But Jesus operated in meekness. The old folks used to say he never said a mumbling word. He did nothing in the face of all of that opposition coming to him. They had never seen that done before. Um, it's said that when most people would go to crucifixion, because Jesus wasn't the only person crucified, they crucified others. Two were crucified with him. But they said that those who would be crucified, they would go to their death screaming and hollering and cursing um, those who were crucifying them. But Jesus did none of that. Jesus operated in meekness in the worst of situations. None of us have ever uh, been in a situation as extreme as Jesus. And I believe that if Jesus could do it, so can we. So let's follow in the footsteps of our master. Perhaps the one who's pushing your button will leave you saying, I never saw a person handle themselves under pressure like that. Wouldn't that be a true testament? for you to walk away from the worst of situation and you leave people um, uh, in awe, wild, and matter of fact, you may even leave them feeling shame of the way they behave towards you because you did not respond to them in kind. So treat them to the sweetness of the fruit of meekness. That is our lesson today, amen.